Hot six on the... Hot six in the city. <laughs> six in the city. Six in the city. If, Steph, if Sesame Street was still cool, they would do a, a parody of six in the city. Yeah. Where there'd be like a saucy eight. <laughs> that, that, that other one would be... I don't know. <laughs> saucy eight. You know, like Samantha... The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know. She's the just funny. <laughs> That's how you describe. Like they don't have names; they just have like numbers. Yeah, we like Sesame Street. Yeah, it'd be like she's the sauce eight. Carrie, Carrie would be a four. <laughs> she's kind of angular. Oh, it would be like sure. a big nose. You know, it'd be like the not the regular four, but like the angular four. You know what I'm talking about <laughs> the one that looks like a nose. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be bad. <laughs> you ready? To, oh, let's love, just let's jump in. This I is it. Others. This is it. Yeah, I hope yeah, it sounds good. Yep. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the triumphant return of Not for Nothing. Oh my God! With your host Chris and Chris. Can't believe it. This might sound terrible. Just, it could potentially sound terrible. I don't think it does though. Yeah. Yeah. You're We're still, just a couple of saucy fours over here. Yeah, just a, a saucy eight. <laughs> Saucy eight. I don't think we're eight. We're angular fours. Six, six at best. Six in the city. Six in the city. <laughs> uh, Chris, how have you been? They <laughs> <laughs> should just totally make a guy show of Sex in the City, but just call it like six. It's all about like average-looking guys in like New York just trying to get laid. <laughs> just sixes in the city. Yeah, just sixes. In the city. <laughs> Are the guys the sixes? Yes, the they're guys just, are the sixes. They're just like medium guys. Yeah, and they all just get rejected by these like hot women and stuff. Once like, in just... a while, one of them gets lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it would they'd just be like swiping left. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess I gotta get laid. I'll just take the six. It would, the show would open every episode with a girl on Tinder. Like being like looking at the picture of the six and being like, ah, fine, Ugh, and swiping again. right, and then the and then like quick quick <laughs> flash to the guy, one of the four guys who's like, yeah, look at this, oh my Swipe god, right. and then it's they like go sharing with all his friends, yeah, then they go on that date, yeah, yeah, but, but he's wearing, just like they're all just like on other playing like Call of Duty, yeah, with well, the guy dresses up yeah. like in in like hard hard shoes and jeans for his date. <laughs> Like boot cut jeans and hard shoes. <laughs> She's in that like athletic gear. She's like, this she is not care. that kind of date. This is gonna be a coffee date. He's all like, got the like that pressed like kind of shiny shirt, like the Regis Philbin. Like, yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm yep. talking about? The going out look yeah. from 2005. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh my. He can't God. get. He can't. That's his. That's his, his fault. Is he can't dress past. It's it's like sixteen years later, and he still has to dress that same way. He can't like figure well, out how to like si- change his, his style. He's a six in the city, Chris. <laughs> I love it. The city's, I love it. The city's a- like Tulsa. It's not even like a big city. <laughs> <laughs> it's Oklahoma City. <laughs> sex in, six in the Oklahoma City. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, he takes. Ooh, like, yeah, is it, one he, guy's a Thunder super fan. Yeah, yeah, he, he wears, but he wears like the throwbacks. Like he wears like the yeah, like who's like he paint? He paints his face and chest when he goes to games. Yeah, <laughs> your old lifetime season ticket holder. <laughs> He's like all all in on Poku. <laughs> He's got like life size Poku like <laughs> posters already in his house in his apartment. I assume they all live together. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we've done... So we have not talked in... Uh, or talked. I guess we've talked, but we've not done a show in uh, like over a month. And uh, we're, fi- we're five minutes in, and this is, this is the content we're giving you. And I'm this fairly is, it's sure... It's only five minutes? I thought that was like a half hour. I'm fairly sure it's recorded poorly. 
which I think is pr- appropriate. Yeah, uh, it's appropriate. Because we were doing a sound check, and then the whole Six in the City thing happened, and I just said, fuck it, let's just let's go, let's with, go it. with it. Let's go with it. Well, you know, I, I had all these grand plans. I was like, you know, this time off is going to be good for us. We'll come back. It'll be NFL preseason. We'll be mm. a little bit more structured in how we do the show. Maybe we'll be mm. like, you know, the first half is like a topic. Like, we'll be like, oh, I don't know, like old HBO TV shows. But that would be the topic. <laughs> we would be prepared for that topic. Then we talk about that for a little bit. And then we would have other topics. And then, and then the show would, would follow a, a through line. And then it would end. But instead, no, it's back to random shit. It just, I, that was yeah. all, all way too hard. Here we are. Yeah. We're just, yeah. We're just back to, we're just back to, you know, it would have, it would have been helpful if you shared uh, that plan with me beforehand. Was a, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I could have prepared then. It's not too late. Yeah, sure. We can start next week. Totally. This is the warm up. This is the soft opening. Yeah, we got to ease ourselves back. We might need a new theme song. We could do like a whole thing. I know. You know, I smell a rebranding. Should we rebrand? Yeah. Six in the city. That's our new show. <laughs> Just like one of those terrible podcasts. That's like a where they do like acting. Have you seen those? Or heard those? <laughs> no. They're they're like telenovelas, but they're radio. They're it's like a oh yeah yeah thing. I've heard yeah yeah, yeah they're yeah. like Adam Scott and uh, Jason Sudeikis like do a <laughs> crime mystery, and you're like supposed to be wrapped listening yeah. to like it's just I don't want to listen to that at all. I just want to listen no. to true crime. And a bad sports podcast, Chris. Since you mm. since you've been gone, mm-hmm. I, I can breathe for the first time. Uh, yes. I, I, it's. I think you're my. I, I. I think I need. I think I need need you more than I've let on. Like I think I. Oh. Like you're important. Aww. I I I spiraled into some weird. Uh, like, trends. I guess personal trends. Like I. First of all, I. I mean, part of this is that I've been working a lot and I've been living in hotels for like yeah. m- most of the time I've been gone. I've been in a hotel. Yeah. The other night I watched, I was in San Jose, California. I watched through nine innings, nine innings of minor Whoa. league baseball of AAA Tucson Bearcats or whatever they're called. The, no, sorry, not Tucson. Uh, Sacramento. Ah, uh, River Cats, yeah, Sacramento yeah, River Cats, yeah, 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 playing the the uh, the uh, Tacoma uh, Rainiers. Rainiers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was entertaining. I have to say, I was <laughs> I was slightly entertained, and I was like, man, I'm just watching base. I'm watching ba- minor league baseball. This is because I don't have Chris in my life to to how <laughs> I'm I've spiraled. I might as well be doing like whippets at like a Juggalo fe- concert, like <laughs> like. Everything's just falling apart. Not only that, I haven't opened DraftKings for since we've last done a show. I haven't even like logged in. I've not opened it. Wow. I haven't placed a single like, not a single bet. I haven't placed a single like baseball bet. Like I not I haven't even I haven't even touched it. I've just I haven't gambled. Wow. Is that crazy? That is crazy. Now I feel like now I feel responsible for. You're you're gambling. Well, here's the weird thing. Then I was like, "Oh, hey, Chris, the commissioner of our fantasy football team, our league. Should we? Uh, what do we do about X person?" And you were like, "Oh, hey, bro, time for me to break Peace this out. to you. I'm quitting. Like you just quit. Like what? Yeah. What happened? Cold to turkey. Us? Yeah, cold turkey. We just we're just done gambling. This, What's this the point of this podcast? Did I? But, yeah, man, you you had to drag me into this. I got super invested and yeah, crazy. Yeah, well, not crazy, but you did. Well, I, no, I was. I mean, things. I don't think you knew the extent of what I was uh, like. The shit I was like, I, I was, I, I was like deep diving every day and night, and like it was consuming me for for. And it, it felt like every season was like more and more and more, and I was like enjoying it less. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's not your fault. I did it to myself. Um, uh, slightly, slightly responsible. And I just stopped. I stopped enjoying watching football because I was trying to like. I just wanted to like win fantasy football, and I wasn't. I just. I, I want to go back to just like watching football games, not having to worry about like if Lamar Jackson is going to get injured or throw for twenty touchdowns. You know, and like I, it's just not how I want to watch football. I understand. I mean, you have a 
a very action-packed Seattle Seahawks season ahead of you. So I can see why you would be nervous about that. I, w- I can. I can. Yeah. yeah. I get, you're like, oh, man, I got to give all my attention to Drew, the Drew Locke or Geno Smith battle. Geno Smith battle. God damn, you have a... I mean, that's what they're going to... That's, there's not, that's what they're going to... That's what the team is. That's they're definitely yeah. that's for better or worse. There has it's all did they draft a rookie? That. Like is there is there a play a backup plan? Is it really just Gino or Drew? And honestly, for the last six months or however long it's been since they traded Russell Wilson, like everyone's been like, there's gotta be a there's gotta be a plan here, right? There's there's they're just kind of waiting for like for Baker Mayfield to be like right. a cheap trade or for them to cut him or Jimmy Garoppolo or oh, something. Oh, Jimmy and G. That's the, now that's that's it. now it's but now it feels like it's like oh shit no I think they're just gonna do these two guys. Well, isn't Jimmy G gonna get released? Isn't that the, that's the thing, right? I've, Maybe. I, I, yeah. <clears throat> Maybe. So well, so apparently, but, they, I, but that's a rival. They won't let him. Right. So that's the thing is like apparently San Francisco doesn't want to like they won't they won't just cut him because one it's like too much money and two if he if he ends up going to Seattle then that like they they should be able to trade him somewhere else. Yeah. Without having to release him for nothing. I mean, like, a yeah, little, for, a yeah, cents on a dollar, but that's fine because then he doesn't, he doesn't end up in Seattle. And I think that might be their biggest concern. Should, I, and it, and it, send it back honestly, it's Jimmy fucking G. So I don't know how concerned they should be about that, but I mean, I would be ecstatic if I were you, I mean, I would rather be going into a season with the great Drew Locke and the great Geno Smith than Kenny Pickett and Mitchell Trubisky. Like, I mean, it's, yeah, I, that it's, looks pretty shaky too. Now it's not great. Uh, and I, and unlike, it looks like Sam Howell is outplaying both of them. Yeah. And he was the seventh round pick or whatever. Yeah. I mean, round, it's, not, it's not a surprise. I, uh, I don't care that much. Like I, Pittsburgh to me is a, like a foregone. Like I don't, they're just gonna, they're going to be, do you remember when the giants got like Saquon and they were like, we don't have anything else. Let's just run this guy into the ground yeah. for the entire season. That's what this, I have a feeling that's the Steelers season. Yeah, people seem to be very high on the Steelers coming into this uh, season. Well, why? right, all of a sudden, well, like, why? oh, they're going to be good. They're going to win some games. Like, but, are they? Are you sure about that? I don't. I mean, they, might, I'm, not, they sure, might, I'm, not, I'm not sure. They might be Cleveland once. I think they might be Cleveland once. It depends on. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I I digress. It's, I mean, I did want to ask you this though, because because the NFL season is uh, isn't like preseason starts like this like tomorrow or tonight or something, right? Like, is yeah, I think so. Yeah, probably. So yeah. Chris, I wanted to ask you this. I want to put you on the spot, okay? Because we usually we'll, we'll do an NFL preview. We'll, we'll pick poorly. We'll pick all of our, our whatevers. But like on the spot right now, <laughs> w- without too much thought, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Just right now. Pull the band-aid off. Who's winning the Super Bowl? Uh, boy. What a great question, Chris. Uh, Buffalo Bills. Okay. Yeah. Feels, that, feels, that feels right. Yeah. Everyone else is too... There's too many uh, variances, right? Like Kansas City could be great again, nah. Or they, or they could be like there's two, and the whole division. I could, I could make you can make a case for almost all those teams, except for Denver now. And a lot of reports and rumors coming out of Denver is that things aren't going well for Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. Uh, newsflash: Russell Wilson sucks at quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, next and, question. And the NFC, I, I like, all right, uh, Tampa, I guess? I, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm asking you the question. So Tampa, Green Bay? Tampa, I, you know, Tampa like, Bay versus the Bills. Uh, Tom Rams? Brady, I guess Tampa, I'll go with the Tom, Rams again. Cause... Tom Brady passes the torch to uh, Josh Allen. That's funny about Tom Brady coming out of retirement is that like no one was like, they, that was a fine ending. Like it was like he got into the playoffs, yeah. he lost. Antonio Don't play Brown away from the Super Bowl yeah, again. Like, like it was a fine. It was a fine. Or almost not. Couldn't that have just been the ending? Like, why does this have to be another ending? Like, it's because like, I just can't fucking stop. I just, I doesn't make any sense. I mean, I guess he has to be forty-five years old, setting all these records for. Oh, is that geriatric? Does he have to be like? Does he have to be like George Hallis? Like, does he have to be like seventy-two? Like, kicking field goals? I think like. <laughs> can't break some of these old re- old records where like players were like, yeah. No, he's already broken all. Of them. I think he just wants to extend. Like, there's no one's ever catching him in all, any of these things. That's true. You know, that's true. What's his name? Fucking Aaron Rodgers just said there's no way in hell he's playing till 45. 
you know, he's going to be, he's going to be taking too much ayahuasca. I think at that point, why, why are we going to be mad at ayahuasca though? Like who cares? I ain't mad at ayahuasca. I ain't even mad at, I ain't mad at Aaron Rodgers either. Aaron Rodgers. Although the bullshit thing about that is that that's not a banned substance. Ayahuasca. Yeah. The NFL came out and was like, that's not a band. That's not on our banned substance list as, a, as agreed upon by the, the players association. Well, no us. one's it's abusing like, ayahuasca. No one's abusing ayahuasca, Chris. It like literally like shuts your brain well, down. You can't, we'll start doing it. Then. They can't, they can't do they, I, from what I understand, like you have to like be with a person who's not doing it because you're just out. You're like, you're not, you're not like wandering the streets or like in the woods, like tripping balls, bro. It like, it basically like shuts your mind off and then you're just in a hallucinogenic state in your mind. You're not. That sounds great. Yeah. So no let's, one's like, let's rec- do ayahuasca. No one's recreationally doing ayahuasca, like in the club. Like it's, it's a, no, it's, I'm just, but you know, like I bet all this pay, other bullshit is, is pay, banned. Is peyote on the, on the controlled substance? We should get our hands Probably on not. the controlled. Probably not. I feel like people should bring peyote back. That like if they're just like, all I'm saying is if they're going to ban all these, all these, uh, Drugs, and there's other. I'm sure there's other hallucinogenic drugs that are probably on that list that are considered hallucinogenic. I bet you they're like, not. Why, why are you just blanket coverage banning everything? I bet they're not though. I bet you can't even test for that shit. Like, how do you test for acid? You can't test for acid. Can you? I don't know. I think you have to like. This got to be something in your bloodstream tap. or something. Or I think your it's pee like a spinal tap. Like I don't think you can actually test for acid. See, hallucinogenics. Hmm. I think are probably like get a pass. Interesting. Mushrooms maybe shows up yeah. in your blood, yeah. but I don't know. Hmm. Who's it? Who's the uh, the old Pirates pitcher who was um? Wasn't he? Doesn't he take hallucinogenics while he was pitching? Yeah, one one he threw like a no hitter that they lost, and his yeah. name is oh man, all baseball fans are losing their minds right now. I know. Right? Yeah, uh, it'll come to me. I'm not gonna. I'll remember yeah. in the in the in the time. Uh, I even watched the, the documentary, and it was uh... Cliff something. Cliff. <laughs> it, God damn it! Why don't I remember this? Hmm. I'm not even Googling it, too, because I no, don't... No, don't Google it. We'll figure... By the end of the show, yeah. I will have it. Uh, I, I feel like it was like a... Um, what, what do you call that? When they, when they have, like, the same... The same letter their, of their first and last names, or, or like, it, you know, it's like the same... G- like Jimmy Johnson? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Anyway, we'll get... We'll anyway. Get, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll... we'll uh, this cliff. is why we need an intern again. No, it's not. We can do this. We can use our brain. I get another a name of another baseball player. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. uh, Chris. So yep. we are uh, as we as we as we move into a, into a new NFL season. Oh, I had one more question. This is another prediction by you, okay? Because you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Great. Who's going to have a better record, Denver or Seattle? Ooh, uh, man, I'll go. Mm, I'll go Denver, but I think it's going to be really close. Denver. With Russ. I think you're right. Listen, got, it seems R- like they're Denver going to have a good defense. Wins. Denver had seven wins last year. Yeah. Seattle had seven wins last year. Really? I believe so. Six? Seven. Um, I, I don't... I think Denver... I think, I think there was a huge overreaction and overrating of the, the, t- the team, Den- the Broncos. Um, I don't even this know. Offense know. they're installing, like the the coach, even the coach, like everyone's all high on Hackett because he came from Green Bay and they have that you know great success because it's Aaron Rodgers, not because of the offensive system. Like he was he was offensive coordinator in Jacksonville a few years ago, I think under Doug Marone, and they stunk. Did they have, like didn't like I'm trying to I'm looking at, I'm looking at like their depth chart. Like Paul, apparently Paul Hackett's even in, he's not even doing like normal um practice habits, you know, or like schedules. Like he's doing stuff totally different. Man. Russell Wilson has a big say in these things. They're doing, like, gets, they're doing like mental, uh, like mental uh, um, uh, gymnastics type stuff where he like you know visualization type stuff. Oh, so they're not even practicing. They're just like visualizing plays and repetitions and all that stuff. Like which Russell was doing in Seattle. Man, I like I don't really like this depth chart. Apparently, this whole um, his he has like this crazy entourage now. Like. At practices and around the around the facilities, 
that like we never really heard about in Seattle because they sort of they kept it quiet and they protected him with all that stuff. But now it's like I think they've given it's it's sort of like the KD problem in in Brooklyn. Like they've given him too much rope and leash here, I think, and 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 freedom. Yeah. And it's like because this is what he wants because he thinks he's one of the greatest of all time. I hope Jerry Judy is as good as he, I he needs to be because this the two starting wide receivers are Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. They'll be that's, fine. Like there's the other problem is like he doesn't throw over the middle. Right. Like that's a huge problem here. And like if they have an offense that I think is primarily designed to do a lot of that stuff from from the from that Green Bay system and or, or the San Francisco system or, or McVay system in in LA, which is all kind of the same stuff. Like a lot of that is sort of over the middle, short stuff, you know, long yard after the catch gain type stuff. And that's not Russell Wilson. He likes to throw it deep or maybe he'll throw it out to the side to the, to the running back or something. That's his outlet. But a lot of those are like tight ends, tight ends disappeared in the Seattle system. Like we tried to bring in so many tight ends and of they course. never worked because he wouldn't throw over the middle to them. Well, now we'll it, it, Disney, I, well, now I have Disney actually hope that, that even G, even Geno Smith and Drew Locke can run a better offensive system in Seattle. Now, being less talented than Russell Wilson. Man, it looks bleak though. Let's look at this. Let's look oh, at don't this get me wrong. Seahawks like, depth I, chart. Gino is currently your starter for some reason. Right. Uh, Carson had to retire because of his back, so you got Rashad Penny, who literally no one wants. Your receivers are Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and Freddie Swain. Noah Fant might be your best receiver after Metcalf, and Will Disley. <laughs> mm-hmm. Walt Disney. <laughs> Walt. Yeah, I mean, it's not. Yo, it's that's, not. That's the team is trying to tank right there. That's the problem, though. Is he's like, he's not. He's not trying to tank, but he doesn't. I don't understand. He doesn't think. I think this goes back to the problem, like originally with Russell Wilson, and, and all, he, you know, he went through a a year or two with quarterbacks, right? It was like Tavares Jackson, and it was uh, they brought in Matt Flynn, but that was the same year that they drafted Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson like dominated training camps. Like, I feel like he thinks he can just have a game-managing type quarterback and be fine. Yeah. And that's, that's sort of the problem, is that, although this defense, I think this defense is going to be really good. I, and I, I think mean, it's going to be, and they, could, were okay, they were okay last year. I think they're going to be a lot better. They've changed, they've changed coaches. They've changed systems. It's, so it's basically, it's, basically the Seahawks and the Steelers are the same team. Yeah. And like what Denver was for the last couple of years, basically. They're just swapping quarterbacks. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like Denver had a good defense. They offense was shitty. They brought a new head coach who's a rookie head coach. Like I, I'm not sure, entirely sure that that's all going to work out. Like everybody thinks it is. So Seahawks are not winning the Super Bowl. Is what you're going to tell me? You're telling, no, you're telling me. No, okay. no. Okay. I, I bet a whole bunch of other teams before I bet Denver and Seattle and Pittsburgh and New England. Wait, New England's going to be bad? Terrible reports out of New England. Really? Yeah. Which I. I don't know if this is just a, a Bill Belichick like strategy. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah, and everyone thinks that they're going to be garbage, and then all of a sudden he's just going to like start, you know like apparently it turns out he was just bluffing training camp, and people were reporting nonsense and and stupidity. But but Matt Patricia is like the offensive coordinator, and they're installing a whole new offensive system. Apparently, Wait, Matt Patricia is the starting coordinator. He's the offensive coordinator. Yeah, he's bar- he uh, something like that. There, there's no official titles, but it looks like he's calling plays. Chris, Joe Judge is involved, something too. I love uh, this team. C- going back to New England, team. it sounds I'm, like a dumpster Wait, fight. I might be a New England fan. Uh, maybe they'll get Jimmy G back. That'd be Ooh, pretty maybe. cool. Uh, let's turn the page. Let's, let's okay. leave the NFL at the NFL, because I'm kind of, now I'm secretly rooting for the Patriots. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I love I love I love how you do that. That's great. Quickly, let's jump to the WNBA. I just have a couple questions for you. Okay, WNBA. The as as far as I understand it, it's the top eight team makes top eight teams make the playoffs. Correct. Uh, I believe it's not so, just yeah. six, right? It's eight. Am it's I a, am I wrong? Uh, yeah, no, I think you're right. Okay, so the WNBA season ends soon, right? Yeah, like next week, I think, or something. There's a three way tie for seventh, eighth, and currently ninth place. The other teams have locked it in. You've got the Wings, Mystic Storm, Sun, Aces, and Chicago Sky in, uh, in, dis- in ascending order. But mm-hmm. the Lynx, Dream, Liberty, sorry, and Mercury, four teams are deadlocked mm-hmm. at 14 and 20. Mm-hmm. Those are, okay. Who do you think, who do you want to see of those four teams make those last two spots? Uh, I want to see Atlanta. Yeah, me too. Because I want to see and, the rebound. Yeah, and I, I do want to see the New York Liberty. Me too. I, that's where I was, I was kind of goading you to this. Yeah. I really love the Liberty. I like I watching them. I, 
I like they're so I they're I love that I love that roster. Mm-hmm. They should be a lot better than they are. I they're what like why aren't they there? Like I and, don't know. And, and I I started thinking. You know, I was high on them when we talked about them in the beginning of, in the preseason, and I thought they were going to make the playoffs, and I, I mean, thought they were going to be good. Right. And and I was high because they brought in the coach from the Phoenix Mercury, Sandy uh, Brondello, who I thought was a good coach. And now I'm starting to think like maybe it's her. Yeah. Maybe it's her and her system or whatever. It's not working. Um, but, but if the Liberty keep winning and they, they do make the playoffs, they could be the team. I mean, they're not going to beat the sky or the aces, but I mean, yeah. Could they? Yeah. In Minnesota here, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Minnesota now because now they're healthy and they got their players back and now they're starting to play well. And that could be a scary thing too, coming in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you know, like we even remember, I think we were joking like way back when that was Minnesota like tanking because they had so many issues and, and, uh, injuries and stuff at the start of the year that I think you made the comment, like, are are they tanking on purpose for the, cause there's a really good draft, I think coming out next year. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that, you know, when we, I think we kind of agreed that like, why not? Like, that'd be a good strategy. Turns out they weren't. And it turns out. Indiana fever just suck. Yeah, they were. And there was no way they were going to out tank them, yeah, basically. And no. they weren't even doing it on purpose. No, the fever, I think, have lost like 15 in a row. Like, they're just, like, they're, they're just trying they're to terrible. Limp, into the, limp into the, into the, yeah. the offseason. You've only won five games all year. Yeah. Five. It's rough. I mean, Oof. the WNBA, that's really rough. Like, you can like, really accidentally rough. win five games. Yeah. The Sky look great. I still like them as they're still my favorite, I think. Right? They're Did so I, good. Yeah. Oh, and their I mean, offense too. And they, I, I was watching, I've watched them a couple, I've been watching a few basketball games, uh, a few games over the last couple of weeks now. Like, they're, like oh, they're so good. Like Misaman is such a good passer. Um, and, and that they do all these, the, the backdoor cuts. They're just running like the Princeton offense, which is incredible. It's really nice. I mean, it's I, really it's, beautiful to watch though. I, uh, like, I don't know if anybody has a nicer offensive system in the WNBA than the Sky do, really. Like, you can really see it and notice it when they're playing. It's fun. I mean, I, the, it, the treat of, if you want to, if you're a basketball fan, it's erase all the storylines. It's erase the Sue Bird storyline. It's just hope for a Chicago-Las Vegas final, because it will be fun. It will be the best basketball. Yeah. That's kind of where I am yeah. right now. Like, I'm just about the best basketball. And I love Candace Parker. She's still maybe... She's incredible. She's, I, I mean, in the playoffs, hard to beat. She's, she's just p- still putting people on, like, on cereal boxes. Like, it's crazy. Like, yeah. She, yeah. She, she's just a little bit better than every... Or just has, a, like, a different feel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a different feel of the game. It's, it's like... It's, yeah. She, she's reached I, that I'm, point of, like, vet status where you're just like, yeah, she just, I, she's just... I, a little bit Honestly, more slick. I, I don't think she gets enough credit. Uh, and I, I think she probably should be at this point is considered like the, you know, if you want to go down this road is the goat. Oh, I think so. I think I'm ready. Yeah. To go. I think I'm ready to go there. I, I don't think I, there's only, you know, like Cheryl swoops or something back in the day. Um, you know, maybe there's, there's a couple people like with, with resumes that she has in the, in the, in the, and the numbers that she's putting up for her career. And the way the way she plays and like sees the court, like she is, like uh, she just she she just I think she plays the game at a different sort of pace and 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 from a different advantage, you know, than a lot of other players do. I agree with that. And it's really awesome to watch. I agree with that. Um, I don't want to make this into a sexist thing, uh, but I did have a question, and this is like a genuine question, okay? Because I think mm-hmm. this is I think this speaks to the WNBA and maybe just speaks to women as a whole, but there are. Six WNBA players, oh, well, I guess three couples. There are three couples of WNBA players that are married to each other, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Seems natural, right? Of course there are. Sure, it's, it's going to be. Right. There are no NBA players married to each other. There's <laughs> not a single couple. Never happened. that we been. know of. Get this. I just learned it's illegal. It's against the rules. for NBA. There's a rule in the NBA rule book the NBA players cannot date each other if they're on the same team. Wow. It's a rule. I learned it on the, I learned it on the, uh, <laughs> on the rights to, re- to uh, whatever, the, the Sixers podcast, uh, the remain stainless. I don't want to blast another Sixers podcast, but uh, another <laughs> podcast. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a, there's a rule 
that uh, NBA players cannot date. Did they say when it was put in place? I didn't. They didn't say that. I have to do some research. But I just thought that was a weird, because then immediately I was like, well, there's got to be WNBA players that are dating or married to each other. Of course there is. They're just like slaying all over the place. And it's like, (laughs) great. (laughs) How could you, how would you be able to go up against your significant other in a basketball game? How could you be on the same team? On the same team I could get, because then you're teammates and you don't have to like sort of guard each other. Could you get, like what, like. Why didn't like you left a couple points on the table tonight? I gave you some really nice passes. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that you could deal with. And but if you give them an elbow or like posterize them or embarrass them and stuff, th- I think that's a whole another level of like, dude, what the fuck? I guess you're right. But then again, you're both professional, so then maybe you're like, listen, whatever happens, happens, and you, you, they're able to sort of like leave it on the court. Maybe I don't know. That might be a little tough though. You know, like all of a sudden things get a little too physical. Then what? You have to defend your teammates over your over your spouse yeah it's a that's you know, a great like, point yeah it's a great point that's a great point yeah i know it, that's a crazy one uh vegas to uh, vegas is so is so great i just want to say like go ahead, this whole go thing back, go back i don't need to make this a married a married basketball player thing i just thought that was an interesting fact Let's, no it is interesting it is but I, was, I kept looking at the same and just, it just made me realize how how terrible of a coach i think with bill lambeer was yeah we knew that though like yeah, they, I think we did. Well, I, I, yeah, we did, but I don't think anybody ever really wanted to admit it. But the way that team has played, and they've struggled lately, they, why, why? I still think they because should they probably be the, two the best team in, in the league. They have a but really, like Asia Wilson's hit, hitting threes now and stuff. She's opened her game up. It's funny that you'd say struggled lately when they've like lost they, because they lost two games in a row. I guess is that why? Because they're I don't know. Yeah, because I mean they didn't. I don't think they lost the game for like the first month and a half or something of the season. They play the sky. Like 10 and 0 they something. play the sky tonight. I won't be able to go. I'm going to a stupid concert, but like I, that game will be fun. That's going to be a great game. Also, don't sleep on Seattle. Seattle's going to still work their way in there. Everybody loves the Sue Bird mm-hmm. story. We do. We called it early on. We were like, don't bet against the story. She's clearly retiring. It's uh, she just played her last home game, like regular season home game, mm-hmm. uh, which they lost. And listen, they picked up Tina Charles middle of the season, and they're still kind of working that out and tina charles is an incredible player uh and she has literally she she should be leading her own team yeah. quite frankly um that's how good she is and she was dominating the other night when they played in chicago like they I, they should be actually feeding her the ball more actually because she just doesn't miss she has that little turnaround hook and and down low in the post like she really doesn't ever miss shots which is i think is phenomenal like that's it's not always easy to do but she i still think i still think they're kind of I think that game against Chicago the other night when I texted you, I think it was two nights ago. Um, like you could start seeing like how this team is, is probably should be running and playing with all with each other and come playoffs time. They might be a little, little sneakier uh, and a little more dangerous than, than we're giving them, you know, as them, as them being the fourth seed, the team as of right now. Okay. Well, I feel like, like they might, they might is, like this, this all kind of comes together and, and, and gels a lot more uh, and they figure it out. They, they could easily win this championship. We, I mean, there's a, the, the top team, the top four teams. There's only four four games to separate them, right? Like they're like they're actually only five games to separate the top five teams. Like it's it's still literally anybody's anybody's uh, season. But I, yeah, and, and I, I, I think, think this is the there's problem four... we had in the beginning of the season. We were like, these are there's so many good teams. Like there's there's yeah. still so many good good teams. We're also still not addressing like the elephant in the room, which is Brittany Griner's gonna. I mean, she's basically a pr- political Jesus. prisoner at this point. Yeah, uh, sure. Which we all knew anyway. Yeah. And that's just four months ago, three, six right, months ago. Exactly. Um, the only other one I'll say we can finish it off on this is Washington is still kind of hanging on the edge there. And it's just because Della Don hasn't played a full season. Yeah. And I don't know if that's sort of intentional where they, she, they, they won't let her play every game. Uh, but if she gets hot in the playoffs and steps it up, uh, I, I would say the, I, I'd say your winner is probably one of the top four teams, Chicago, Las Vegas, Connecticut, and Seattle. So if, uh, if I was, a, but Washington is the one sort of, you know, if you're going to go outside the top four, Washington, uh, they're fifth, so it's not that big of a stretch. But they they've just been a little too inconsistent all season long. But but it's because I think they're they've been playing it safe with Elena Deladon. So then let's just take it to the let's do the obvious next step, which is let's let's pick up team because I feel like the Mystics are the good odds, like the odds off favorite, right? Like that's why we would like if you were if you were going to yeah. pick a team right yeah. now to win it the only other one odds. i'd pick you know minnesota watch out because they got sylvia fowles back now uh you know she gave birth so she she hasn't played she just started playing 
they I think they have a full team now, a healthy team now. So that could like they've always been a really good team when they have they've got a lot of good players and talent on that team. Um I I just don't know if they have enough left in the season to kind of come together, you know. Um and and maybe make that actual run. I still like I still like Vegas. Push comes to shove. I still like Vegas. I still like Chicago. Push comes to yeah. shove. And I can't find these yeah. odds anywhere, which is they're because they're not listed because they take them off the board all the time. <laughs> What's the deal with that? You, Jesus, you really can't bet on WNBA games. Like it's what? insane. Do the people think you could fix it? Like like I, I don't. I yeah, mean, I think it's too easy to probably predict or figure out like yeah. certain things. It's it's really stressful or as frustrating. Anyway, I still yeah. like this guy. You still like the Aces. I think those were our teams going in. Look at that; they're one and two. Uh, yep. And I think we both kind of had like our a sweet spot for the Mystics, who are like still kicking around. So yeah, good for yeah. like feels feels like we did we did pretty good. And so Connecticut's far. always the team that Connecticut's always the one that's like, oh, they're great, but come playoffs they kind of fold. Oh, this is the interesting thing now too is first round. It's 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 um it's a best of three. So there's no more single single elimination games. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. But the weird thing is, it's it's the home team gets the first two games, the away team gets the third game, which I don't know if that's weird or not. It is weird. That's uh, totally weird. Say that again. But is instead, that, is that so, what I think you said? So Chicago, like if they get the number one seed, right. they'll host the eighth team. Yeah, whoever that is. And and the first round, it's three games. Yeah, best of three. Yes. They play the first two games in game in one and home. game two in Chicago. That's bullshit. And uh, then they go to wherever the eight seed the team is. They go away for the game three if there's if there's a game three. If there's a game three, that's bullshit. That doesn't. So instead of going one one one, yeah, back back and forth, they just don't want to pay for travel. Yeah, they don't want to pay for the travel. Chris, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. If the Liberty make it, should we go to a game? Should we go to a playoff game? Should we go to the absolutely? Game? Should we do it? Yeah, absolutely. You'll, you'll probably be in Vermont, actually. I probably will be, but we'll, we'll try. We can come, you know, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it'll be cool. We'll see when it starts. Yeah, I think they, I think they start pretty immediately, to be honest with you. I think, like, the, the playoffs start, like, a, like, four days after the season ends. It goes pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Uh, I, that's a terrible... And they might not even make it to New York if New York plays, because they might get swept. Oh, the don't say that. What's the, <laughs> what, what's the Commissioner's Cup? I don't understand. What is that? Like it's some stupid in season tournament where apparently the players don't even know they're playing those games. And like, what? Like, so like, some of the games during the regular season counts for it. And then they get like a trophy and maybe a little extra money at some point in the middle of the season where all of a sudden they're like, Hey, this game's the commissioner cup finals. That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard of. It's really kind of bullshit and stupid. And, um, it really doesn't mean anything. And I don't even think the players really pay attention to it. Uh, but every once in a while, like on the schedule, you'll see that they're like, it's called a commissioner's cup game. And they, it's like a little in-season tournament. And I think they're just trying to, you know, it's kind of like soccer kind of does the same thing. A yeah, bit. I mean, I get the, the appeal, sort of. But I it doesn't, but they don't hype it up or they don't promote it enough either. So no one knows about or cares. Yeah, it's a, it's, I just, I'd never heard of it. I just realized that I was just looking at this, at the standings and I was like, oh, look at this. The Aces won the Commissioner's Cup. What does that mean? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> All right, so we've done WNBA. We've talked a little bit about the NFL. Do you have any other NFL things that you want to talk about? Or WNBA things? Uh, or should we move to another sport or just take a complete right turn for something our fans, I'm sure, just don't give a shit about, which could be a, a litany of things? Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, let's just do that. You want to just, let's r- just right turn? Let's just piss off our yeah, listeners as much as They don't care. They don't care. They don't even know we're back. They don't even know we're back. They won't know we're no. They'll, they'll we're be, just, whoa! We're, we're gonna sneak the... into their feed a day behind because for some reason that's how we roll. We we show up we we show up in your feed on a Wednesday if we post on a Thursday. I'm pretty sure we're not still on a uh, electromagnetic radio. I think we've I think we've burned that bridge. One of the many bridges we've burned in our in our illustrious podcast. It's just career. what we do. We just burn bridges. We're like Bow Bridges, but burn bridges. <laughs> Like we're the other, Char, br- we're, we're charred the, bridges. We're the uh, char, we're the other, we're the other bridges, brother. Yeah, Isn't that they a, don't ever want to acknowledge and talk about. Yeah, burn, burn and char bridges. That's what we do. <laughs> They're twins. Twins. <laughs> Burn's not a bad name. Like B E R N, you'd be like, I'm burn, burn bridges. Char sounds very like southern. Like someone from like Tennessee would yeah. name a ch- child like Char. Yeah, it's like short for Charlito. <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte, Char. 
Sure. <laughs> a boy and girl. It's a boy and girl. Uh, <laughs> What's our right turn? Uh, right turn. So uh, you sent me this thing that was, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if we really want to touch this, but I think we do. Uh, you sent me a screenshot that was like, you can only watch one year of black movies. And then you have to choose the year. So, of the- yeah. So each year of the, uh, each year of the nineties. Right. Has, has like between two and five movies that came out that year. Right. So, and you have to choose. And I thought this was pretty you interesting. Can, you can actually. only. Okay. So like, I'll give you some examples quickly. Cause no one else on, sure. on air can see this, but like 90 has like house party. Uh, 91 has house party two. <laughs> No, they really came out quick with that house party too. Uh, yeah, was that the pajama that. jammy jam? I think that might have been. Yeah, the pajama, pajama jammy jams. Right. Yeah. Uh, ninety. So ninety. Yeah, ninety one has house party two, boys in the hood. We don't five need to do all of them. Like we'll, New Jack City. No, no, no. You're you're picking which year you want. Right. I'm just saying, but like, there's. I'm just giving you like some examples from some of the years. Right. Like we can't read yeah, all. Yeah, but of I think them. it. But the context. Well, I know you can't read all of them, but the context is like, you know, which of these of these group of movies. I guess do you would you watch over all the rest of them from each year from the 90s? Right. And there's a lot of great movies in each, in each year. 93, there was Menace to Society. That's a big one for me. And CV4. Mm-hmm. Uh, 94, the, the movies suddenly get terrible. It's Fresh, Crooklyn, Jason's Lyric. I could stay away from all those Above movies. the Rim. I just, that t- I hate a low that. Down, Dirty Shame? Come on, I love 94. Really? Yes. Oh, 95's Dead President, Waiting to Exhale. Higher learning, no Higher way. Higher learning. Friday, yes, I guess. Uh, okay, so here's where I get... So, well, the way I looked at this list, and then he goes yeah. all the way to 99, and I'm just going to talk about me, because that's what's most important here. Yep. Uh, I w- I've d- recently been thinking, like, the, the movie that... Damon Young, who's a writer from Pittsburgh, just did, like, a 30-year anniversary of uh, Boomerang. Uh, he wrote a piece okay. about it, how it's, like... It's this. He kind of he kind of fucked it up, but like it did remind me. Like Boomerang is a movie that like I intentionally watch pretty regularly. Like I watched it with mm-hmm. Kristen in the last like two years. I was like, have you ever seen it? Like it's a great rom com. It's it's yeah. one of Eddie Murphy's best movies. It takes uh, there's a huge scene with Grace Jones that takes place in the Winter Garden, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like it's anytime it's on, I'll watch it. Not that I like I flip through channels a lot, but it's so for me ninety two. Because I think that's the movie that I go back to the most of all of these lists. Like it's, a, it's, the, it's, the, it's the rewatchable for me in, in this entire list. That being said, I just watched Set It Off again. Surprising, mm-hmm. Surprisingly amazing movie. I did, I did too, actually, not too long ago. It was on, it was, I watched it within the last month and it was great. You know what? I gotta shut this fucking dog up. Hold on. Play, play. Talk amongst <laughs> yourself. I'm just just keep going. Talk about your favorite movies because I just spoke for a long time. I so I I hear what you're saying about Boomerang. Uh, it, it's one of those that it's it holds up and then it comes on the TV. I'll watch it and it's great. Um, Eartha Kit, the whole Eartha Kit thing too. Like, there's so many like good scenes and stuff on that thing. You know, the hammer toes, like all that stuff. I love it. Um, but the rest of 92 has juice, which I, I like juice. I can hang on to class act, which I can't think of off the top of my head. Mo money is a Damon Wayans like comedy. Um, that's just kind of dumb, but fun. What is dumb? And and it's fun? like Malcolm X. Wait, you watch Malcolm X over and over again? No, 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 no. Oh, but okay. yeah, that's so, no. So it's like it, I, 92 for me it's kind of lacking a lot of, uh, of uh, substance to the year for those, for, of those five. What are you talking about? Like what? Boomerang's the only one I'll, I'll probably watch over and over and over. Juice? 92. You want to watch Juice? I, I don't know if I'll watch Juice. Is that Tupac? Like, I, I don't know the last time I watched Juice. Enough respect, do. Uh, I don't know what class <laughs> act is at all. I should. I, I don't either. I'm never Is watching. Juice the one? Is that my brother's keeper? Yeah. Are you, no, are you no, my brother's keeper? Yeah. Right. right. Isn't that enough, enough respect, dude? That's the, that's, that's the one Tupac, right? Yeah, yeah, Juice, yeah. Yeah, that movie's great. Yeah. It does it. Tupac's yeah. a villain, and he's not great. He's, he, he's not great, but it's, it's a great Omar Epps, right? That's Omar Epps. Like, I th- I th- yeah, yeah. It's one of his first ones, I think. I mean, I think for me, it's like, cause I, but then I, like, I love Set It Off. Dopia Metis is a funny movie. I don't, know why, uh, I don't know why Fear of a Black Hat isn't in this mix. I don't know what year that came out, but that would definitely be, that's an important rewatchable one. For me, that's '93. Fear of a Black Hat. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but okay, I don't. I can't recall it. Fear of a Black Hat is like, like a great parody movie. So I'm gonna take. I'm gonna switch my answer, Chris. 
Okay. Uh, to 93. CB4, also a parody movie. Like, they both yep. work, but Fear of a Black Hat was the underground one. Yeah. It's way funnier. Uh, okay. 93 has CB4, Menace to Society, Poetic Justice, a movie I've been intending to watch again. Yeah, I did too, because I, I really, I used to love it. I did too, I and really I want to see Sister Act 2 again. Because I think I because I, I I have not watched that like the Lauren Hill one right that's what that's why that's a good movie oh is it yeah Lauren Hill's in Sister Act too oh okay uh so I think I'd take ninety three all right what would you so think? I started I started off with ninety one okay you what? House Party two which all right fine okay. I'll like it that's know, a good one. House Party House Party's House Party two was okay yeah Boys in the Hood uh the Five Heartbeats I don't know if I've ever really watched the whole thing maybe it's time. But I think it's pretty good. Okay. It's New Jack City. And then Strictly Business, I can't... Uh, let me look that one up real quick. Is the Five Heartbeats the one where they're like, I can dream about you, but it's sung by a white guy? Is that the one? <laughs> <laughs> you know what song uh, I'm talking about? I can dream about you. No, it's, uh, it's like Leon. Uh, what's his name? Um, isn't it? Uh, it's Robert Townsend. It's Robert Townsend is definitely in it. Like the God, it wasn't that the I can dream about you. One? I'm th- I'm yeah, it's a, an African American vocal group. It's, it's kind of like based off of like the Temptations or something. I think. Yeah, I don't want to watch that movie. Yeah, I mean, it was a very like you know dramatic type of a movie anyway. Okay. But like New Jack City, Boys in the Hood were like kind of like those two movies. I'm like, all right, like those are kind of you know, they kind of carry the rest of them basically is how the, I was looking at this whole thing. Yeah. Cause like not, there's not one perfect year of like every single movie that's in that list. But then I was kind of like, all right, 94 it's fresh Crooklyn. Jason's lyric. I always loved. I've never seen that. Is that the one about the guy, the football player? <laughs> no, is that the one about I don't Gale, think so. I don't Gale, think he's a football Gale player. Sayers or something. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's not. Oh, I can't think of that movie now. But that's not. Uh, it's not the Gale Sayers. Um, that Gale was a seventies movie. The Gale Sayers story. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Gale Sayers? The football player for the Chicago Bears. No, was he? See the one who yeah. died. Yeah, no, he didn't die. But they, the other guy died. But they were the friends with him and James Caan played the the white guy football player Brian's song. Brian's song. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's Eric Bryan song. It was True. Gale Sayers, though. I got that part right. Yeah. Which one yeah, died? Yeah, yeah. Brian? Jay, uh, Jason's lyric was, I think, um, yeah, it was Jada Pinkett Smith. Man, I don't want to uh, see that movie at Alan all. Alan Payne, Bokeem Woodbine, Tretch is in it. Tretch from Naughty by Nature? Yeah. Now I do want to see it. Yeah. Jason's lyrics. Force t- Whitaker was in it. Terrible name of a movie. It's two brothers, survivors of a family tragedy, take different life paths. One falls for a high-spirited waitress, dreams of success. The other maybe, follows maybe I gotta a life check, of petty crime. Maybe I got to check that one out. I got to check, check that one out. out. Above the rim. See if it still holds up. I, I, Crooklyn sucked. Fresh sucked. I don't know. I feel like that's a wash. Uh, I just watched Above the Rim like a, a, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And it's really bad, but it's, it's it just kind of fun. It sucks. And 97 sucks too. I don't want to see Eve's Bayou or Baps or Love Jones or Soul Food or Booty Call. Booty I, Call. No, those, those but my, my kind of sneaky one that's come up is 95. Okay, why? Dead, Dead Presidents, I loved. Great movie. Uh, waiting to Exhale, like, all right, it's a chick flick. Oh, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Waiting to Exhale is amazing. Like, that's yeah, a great... Higher Learning was like one of those movies that I was like, oh shit, like, I was like, Michael Rappaport, who was a fucking racist piece of shit in that movie. Yeah. Um, Remy? Which was great. Remy was his name, right? I think. Something like that, I think, right? Like, I thought that was a pretty good movie back in the day. Dead Prez, secretly good. That was the follow up to uh, Men's Society for the Hughes Brothers, right? That also had Lorenzo. Oh, Tate. it might have been. Yeah. I was, yeah, I thought it was really good. Had a good soundtrack. Um, All right. I'm down with that. I like Waiting to Exhale. Higher Learning is just too stressful. The only good so, part of Higher yeah. Learning is Ice so Cube. Stressful. Ice Cube does a great hmm? job. Ice Cube's great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, Friday, Vampire in Brooklyn, w- whatever. Yo, I tried to watch that recently. I did. Yeah, I, it's probably, it's, it's not oof, one anymore. It's, r- it's rough. It's rough. One. It's, right. And it's Friday. So, like, there's, there's four real movies in that category. Okay. I uh, think. But, so, then you go, like, as, the, as things progress, I'm good with that. I think that's a good, I think, I think I'm going to go 93 to 95. I think those are my, mm-hmm. like, 
but I was just talking to somebody recently about Belly, and like that was like a that was a pinnacle movie for people that I think were like four years younger than us. Like that's like a real quotable movie. That's DMX. Like it's Ed Method Man. I think is nice. in it. like I think yeah. I think people like really. I missed the boat on Belly. I was already like, I I was like done with college by the time Belly came out. So I didn't. I don't remember even like see. I don't think I've even seen it. So yeah, I don't, he got game sucks. Uh, how still got a groove back? I mean, I guess I don't know. Like I sure. And, and then it's just like it's, then everything just falls apart. Into the ninety nines. Into deep. The best. Yeah. Band, the wood and life. Life. Yeah. Life is like life. offensive. Dude, I love life. Life is offensive. That's Martin Short, right? And he's like escape convict or whatever. They're like, is that what that no, one they, is? No, no, no. It's it's him and it's him and it's like and, old timey. Um, sort of. Yeah, like back in the day in the South and they get arrested Lord, and blamed Martin for a murder. <laughs> it's hilarious though. Is it? Yeah, it's got a great cast. It's like an all-star cast. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac's in it. Um uh, Bokeem Woodbine's in it. All, like all, there's a lot of great uh, okay. actors in there. I'm gonna watch. Okay, so here's here's yep. a, we, what I think we need to do, Chris. <laughs> I think I think we need to pick some movies on this list and, and rewatch them or watch them for the first time. I think Life needs to be the next one that I I don't think I ever saw that movie. All right, me and my buddy Kevin, like we would just quote that movie all the time because it was just hilarious. We just thought it was hilarious. And I've watched it so somewhat recently. Not great. It came on. I've watched parts of it. It's maybe not as funny as I remember, but I was still there's still some good moments in that movie. Of all these movies, I'm still sticking with 93, but I will say this. Set it off totally worth checking out again. It is it yeah, holds up. I loved it's it. a great fucking caper movie. It's one of my favorite great caper here. movies. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. one of the best. It's right up there mm-hmm. with the one with George Clooney and uh J Lo. Like that's an also a great caper movie. Those are oh, you my, love that movie? I love that movie. Are you kidding I me? I can't believe that. I I love that movie too. Really? Oh yeah, it's one dude. of my all-time favorites. I think. Yeah, out of sight. It's so fucking yeah. good. So good. It's so sexy, man. I love that movie. It's a great Oof. movie. It's out of sight. Me, me uh, and Tuffy like to get on the ground, a tussle, tussle, a tussle. You want a tussle? Tussle, Tuffy. <laughs> she brings out the collapsible nightstick and the whoops his ass, and she's like, "There, we just tussled." Ah, oh, I love it. It's great. Oh, I love that movie. Ah, oh, man, it's fucking perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, it's a perfect movie. Follow up, and then we could we could jump off the subject. But this was a fun uh, little practice. And uh, God, we know a lot of movies, but we didn't really make any decisions. Uh, Streets of Fire was the movie with "I Can Dream About You." Do you remember that song? I can dream, dream about you. you can't yeah, remember. sung by Dan Harmon, a white guy in the movie. It's portrayed by black people. I've done a deep dive on this movie once already. I just realized it was just a movie that just flopped m- monstrously. Uh, because they put a star in it that no one had ever heard of. This guy, Michael Paré, uh, who didn't end up to be anybody. It's this like rock noir musical film uh, that nobody ever saw. It's called Streets of Fire. I deep dove this like a, like a, a, a year ago. I don't want to do it again. Uh, but there was a famous video. It's this Dan Harmon video. But it was all sung by like a black quartet. And that's why I got the, the five heartbeats thing confused. I thought uh, maybe that was okay. the song from that movie. But no, it's from I've Streets of Fire. I've never seen this movie before in my no life. No one's seen it. But they've, everyone's seen the video. If you look up like the I Can Dream About You video, it's from the movie. And you would be like, oh, I immediately know this. Like that song was a huge, huge hit. It was a huge Diane hit. Diane Lane's in it and Rick Moranis? Dude, it's. It, it's I, William I mean, Defoe? Do I need to watch this movie? Is that what's happening? We, we both might need to watch this movie. It's on Streets of Fire. Bill Talk Paxton. The worst. McKelty Williamson. Chris, since we're talking about that. Ed Bagley Jr.'s in it. Ed Bagley Jr.'s in it. <laughs> we're going to do the... I guess we're watching Streets of Fire. We'll be talking about it next week. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's all sorts of everything that could go wrong kind of went wrong while they were making it. It's got a little of a of Johnny Mnemonic vibe to it. I think it was oh, supposed yeah. to be the first of a trilogy, and it never got picked up. It's that kind of movie. Um, speaking of movies, though, Chris, and, and maybe we go out with this, because uh, I saw a movie uh, on an airplane, and I was warned not to see this movie. <laughs> and so I didn't. I texted you, Cold Cuts, and RJ on the flight. I took a picture, a screenshot of the movies available to me on my flight to California. And one of them was American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. Oof. And you guys all said, dude, dude, like, it was a hilarious, a hilarious text thread ensued. And it was, uh, it was incredible. 
I, I can't, couldn't do it justice here. But I, needless to say, I was too embarrassed to watch it. Like I, the people next to me, I respected too much to be like, <laughs> I'm gonna put this on. Like, what will they think of me? <laughs> but on the flight back, I didn't have anybody next to me, and I, apparently, I don't care that much. And so, American Underdog came on, all one hour and fifty two minutes of it. Uh, here's the thing. Hey. You I liked know. it. Oh no, it's ter it's absolutely terrible. First of all, who the fuck is Zachary Levi? The guy, the star of this movie. He's just like a poor man's Jason like he looked like Jason Sudeikis and that other guy from the office, the Ed guy, like just Ed mashed, Helms. mashed into one guy. They're like, "Here, you're good. You're the guy." Like you're just mm-hmm. that guy. And he's like, "Okay." And they're like, "All right, now you're Kurt Warner." Like he's just the most generic dude. It's the most generic fucking movie. It's got the... Anna Penquin is in it. It makes... It follows no true through lines. I fact-checked it while I was watching it. I was like, how could this even be possible? Not a, like, they, they, they skip a ton of the story, like his actual storyline, which is incredibly boring. The bottom mm-hmm. line is this. Kurt Warner, who I'd always defended as like, should be in the Hall of Fame because I love mm-hmm. like an underdog and I love that he came up through the Arena Football League. He mm-hmm. kind of fucked everybody along the way. He also didn't have that great of an NFL career. He had a big season because he was a part of this offense. He, but he, he kind of just lucked out. Like they made it seem like this was all like faith based and like, mm-hmm. oh, this great like he rags to riches story. It's weird. He's weird. He's a high. He's a college senior. He he marries or dates and marries a divorcee with two kids who's clearly a a bonkers Christian. Like he like falls into this cult, then he like it just was it was so surreal. I can't believe that <laughs> Kurt Warner like signed like that's the version of his story he thinks happened. It was crazy. Yeah, was like, I think so. It's not true. They like it. It was he, so, he's bought into his own like mythology. That said, Chris, <laughs> <laughs> here it comes. There. There are two <laughs> incredibly, two amazing cameos that I think should be, uh, should be no, the, the, of note. One, O.J. Simpson's kid is in it. He plays Marshall what? Falk. Yeah. O.J. Keith Simpson. Did you know he was an actor? No. <laughs> I didn't even really know he had children. O.J. Keith Simpson plays Marshall Falk. That's not the best one, though. The best one is Dennis Quaid as Dick Vermeil, which is, it, it, like, I would, say, I would say this, Chris. Fast forward, the whole movie, is, it's pointless. But if you get a chance, just fast forward right to when he so signs with the, the Rams, which takes, surprisingly, almost the entire movie. Like, it's, it's a long lead to get to the juice. And yeah. Dennis Quaid as Dick Vermeil is fucking priceless it is priceless he is so devoted to a character who is so meaningless he could have played him anyway like it would have he could have had george wentz and could have just walked in like 400 pounds and been like hi i'm dick for meal the people have been like that's fine it doesn't matter it's dick for meal like we don't need truth to the story but dennis quake goes all in a dick for a meal, which is the funniest shit in the entire world. It is <laughs> worth the entire movie. It is worth the entire movie of this guy trying to like capture the essence of <laughs> a guy who's famous for crying once. I think wasn't that yeah. the thing? Yeah, basically. basically was start... he just crying in the movie? No, he didn't cry. He was just, but he's uh... like this emo. Like I also got a second chance at coaching, <laughs> and he's just like he's like basically he's like he's like. Peaches Carol's like style icon. He's got he's wearing like the white runners and the and the, the loose khakis and it just like the worst wig. It is incredible. It is absolutely incredible. The movie, I I don't know how it got made. I don't know why it got made. I don't. He he probably funded it. I don't know or why. Maybe the church funded it. He's deep in the church. Like he's oh he's deep. deep. Oh very deep. He's deep. It's weird. honestly this is it's I culty. Just, it's culty. 
you, I, I, you just talking about this just made me realize that this is going to be Russell Wilson, uh, Russell Wilson's m- same movie, basically. Like he's just uh, going to make this whole faith-based him how he how he rose to glory. Could be, and it's just going to be terrible and boring. I think every, I think mean, literally every quarterback, like anyone, could make this movie. Like it could be anybody's quarterback story. Like it's hard to be in the in the NFL. It's certainly hard to win a Super Bowl. But like mm-hmm. any like 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 any quarterback that like has Doug John if, Doug, like, if Trent Green didn't get hurt, we wouldn't be having this fucking moment at all at yeah. all. Like it wouldn't have happened. Didn't yeah. Trent Green then end up winning a Super Bowl or did he got close? He didn't. He, uh, he might have got close. Yeah, I guess he did. Yeah. Was uh, it? it was Trent Green, right? What? He was the was. one that got injured. It was. Yeah, yeah. You know your football. It, yeah. It was uh, anyway. I don't need to talk about it anymore. I would say American Underdog. Yeah. <laughs> devote a whole show De- to it. <laughs> definitely skip that. Streets of Fire, though, probably worth checking out. I'm gonna All say right. let's do it. Uh, let's do it, Chris. That was not for nothing. Uh, the return. A little bit of a warm up. We'll be a little bit more organized next week, but I feel okay about that. How Maybe. do you feel? How do you feel? Yeah. All right. Good. Great. I feel great about it. Great. Well, I always feel great. Great. We're back. Uh, have a great week, and everybody. YouTube Bye.